Hello everyone and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, May 27th, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listener letters, messages, and reports we've received from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Lawrence Taylor. And I'm Karen Choi. We'll be right back. Hi, Karen. How are you today? I'm good. Uh, It's great to have you back in the studio again. It's great to be back again. And just in case our listeners missed out on last week's Listener's Lounge, I'm here for a few weeks filling in for June as she is on vacation. Yes, June is on a well-deserved holiday in the US and Canada, uh, where she's visiting her sister and some friends. We're all very jealous here at KBS. Mm -hmm. But of course, we hope she's having a great time there. Yeah, well, I'm a little jealous. um, But the weather's been so nice here in Seoul. So I I'm not that jealous. And I'm also happy because I got to spend a few weeks here, or I'm getting to spend a few weeks here, catching up with our dear listeners. And I get to see how they've been doing and what they're up to. And you know what? I really didn't realize how much I had missed the show until I was here with you last week. Yeah, right. It must have been nice to be back and hear the familiar names again. Mm -hmm. I'm sure our listeners were happy to hear your voice too. Yeah. Uh, But speaking of Gian, uh, she recently got in touch with us because she met up with someone that I think our listeners would be very happy to hear some updates on. Yeah, I was really happy to hear this name too. So while she was on vacation, Jim was able to meet up with Lauren Hardy, who was Emily's predecessor. And she was actually here at KBS World Radio for a little longer than her initial contract of two years. So our listeners were able to hear her voice and correspond with her for a little bit longer. And of course, you were probably able to host Listener's Lounge with her for that much longer as well mm-hmm. too. So I'm sure our listeners and you We'll remember those times very fondly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a special treat for you guys. Yes, yeah, so Chin took a photo with Lauren while they got together and she sent it to us. And we've posted it up on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash English KBS. So if you are by a computer or later on, if you are near a computer, you should definitely come in and take a look. Uh, Jean said the meeting was quite unexpected uh, because she didn't actually know that Lauren was in the neighbourhood, uh, but they got in touch with each other and found out they're actually very close by and they decided to grab a cup of coffee together. Yeah, I think that you, I mean, that tends to happen when you travel. You know, you go and then you try to get in touch with the people that you think are, I don't know, maybe not nearby, but in the country. And then you're like, oh, hey, you're here? Okay, let's meet up. So you get to meet up with people that you haven't been keeping in touch with regularly. But uh, we were really curious about Lauren and what she's been up to after she left Korea as it has been quite a few years Uh, but it turns out that she is still working in the media slash broadcasting industry so that's also great news. Uh, As we mentioned the picture of Gian and Lauren is up on our Facebook page and I'm sure Lauren will also want to take a look at the post herself Uh, so if you would like to ask how she's doing uh, you could post up some comments for her too Mm -hmm. I bet she'd really enjoy that. Yeah well speaking of Lauren I also wonder how Emily is doing and how she is adjusting back at home. I wonder if she's been listening to us. Me too, actually. Uh, If you are listening, Emily, please let us know what you are doing back home in Ireland. I'm sure our listeners would love to hear what you're up to too. Uh, And speaking of our Facebook page, we also posted up a picture of a special Star Trek-themed envelope from a listener 
Roger R. Roussel this week. Yeah, well, I know a lot of our listeners and a lot of people collect stamps. Uh, I was looking through some stuff at our in-laws' place at home, and I found a big collection of stamp books that my husband and my sister-in-law had collected since they were in elementary school. So they were like years old. Uh, were these like secret stamp books? Is this a closet uh, kind of hobby they had? Or? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was a closet hobby or not. Um, but they were old. Right, okay. And, and um, I decided to just... You know, hang on to them because I think I don't know. Maybe they might be worth a lot. Yeah, they might be valuable, right? <laughs> so we decided to hang on to them. But in any case, it's always interesting to see different stamps from different countries, and we get the privilege to do that because we receive so many letters from our listeners from around the world. And fans of the Star Trek Enterprise TV show will recognize Captain Jonathan Archer and Captain Catherine Janeway on the stamps on Roger's envelope. If you go and take a look at the Facebook page, if you haven't already, you should definitely swing by. And take a look. Right, we'll get to Roger's letter later on in the show. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break now, but we'll be right back with this week's letters and reports. So please don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listeners Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some fantastic handwritten, typed up and emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we'll share some of those with you on this program. Okay, so let's jump right into our reports, starting off with the emails that we received. Here is an email from Sekar PS of India, who is also our official monitor. It's dated May 20th, and his reception report is actually for May 19th. Sekar said he tuned into us on 9.640 MHz at 1600 hours UTC, which matches our broadcasting schedule for the English language broadcast beam towards Southeast Asia. He rated the Simpos as fours across the board, so overall, good. That is great to hear. He said the transmission was good, and he heard the news with details on President Moon's party leaders agree, agreeing on setting up a consultative body as well as other issues. And he also said he heard drama lines. Uh, Sakar also added that he used a Texan 606 receiver with a telescopic antenna to hear our transmissions. Uh, thank you so much for your detailed report. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Indian listener, Mural Dihar M. from Bangalore, sent us two reception reports with his email dated May 19th, and here is what he said. I listened to the great programs broadcast by KBS World Radio. I would like to report the reception for KBS World Radio shortwave service in English. His reception report was for Tuesday, May 9th and Tuesday, May 16th. He said the frequency was 9.880 MHz at 1400 hours UTC for both days. Last week, another listener and official monitor who tuned in from Bangladesh, uh, who was called uh, Day One Rafikul Islam, also told us that he tuned in on the exact same frequency, which of course is 9.880 MHz at uh, 1400 hours UTC. Uh, actually, we mistakenly told him that this was not an official frequency. However, we recently started this in March. Yes, we apologize for that mistake. 9.880 MHz at 1400 hours UTC is on our broadcasting schedule and it's beamed towards India. Uh, so we thought there might be a mix-up, but we were mistaken. This this all happened because Chian isn't here. I'm taking her place. I uh, actually got the older frequency schedule, so I didn't know that 9.880 MHz was included onto the new list for March. So we made the mistake. It's new. It's on there. So yes, 
thank you for letting us know. And this all happened, like I said, because June isn't here. So going back to Morali's report from May 9th, he tuned into the news. So calling drama lines and the Korea travelogue, which was on the amazing mountain of Kumsan, which means a mountain covered in silk. And for May 16th, he said he had the news, so calling drama lines and the Korea travelogue. Uh, which is about the Berrigill Road uh, walking trail that follows the very road that residents used to take on the way to picking sea plants. Mm-hmm. He said the simpo for May 9th was 43333, so overall fair, while May 16th was threes across the board as well. Thank you so much for your reports, Morali. Mm-hmm. And we had another email from our official monitor, Ashraful Islam of Bangladesh, who also said he listened to us on that same frequency. Uh, yes, in his email dated May 17th, he said he tuned in on May 13th at 9.880 MHz at 1400 hours UTC. Uh, he used a Grundig Yachtboy 80 digital receiver with a telescopic rod antenna. He said he listened to Listener's Lounge and the reception condition was good with an SIO rating of 454. Mm, so thank you so much for your report. Uh, our next email comes from uh, Toshia Nishimura of Hiroshima, Japan. Uh, Toshia said, It is with great pleasure that I report the reception of your broadcast on the frequency 9.580 MHz on Sunday, May 14th at 0200 hours UTC. The language of your broadcast was in English. Toshia gave us details about what he heard from start to finish, including the news, interview program, talk show, music, and more. He said he used a Texan PL660 receiver with a vertical Sony AN12 antenna. Toshia said the reception conditions have been tolerable lately, and it has been easy to hear at this time. He noted that the simpo was uh, between 55444 to 45343, so overall good to fair. Tushia also said he listened to us for the first time in a long while, and he actually even apologised that it has been so long. Oh, well, Tushia, no need to apologise. We are always happy to hear from our listeners, whether it has been a long time or just a few days. I do think we get worried sometimes when we don't hear from someone for a while that normally corresponds with us frequently. But in any case, it's great to hear from you, and thank you so much for your report. Uh, Tushia also asked that we send him a QSL card, and of course we would definitely do that. Uh, We look forward to hearing back from you very soon. Well, moving on to our online reception reports, we had our official monitor, Alan Holder of the Isle of Wight, UK, send us a number of reports from May 9th through May 21st. Alan listened to us on two different frequencies, 15.575 MHz at 1300 hours UTC and 9.515 MHz at 1600 hours UTC which both match our broadcasting schedule for our English language broadcast. Well, Alan listened to 15.575 MHz at 1300 hours UTC, which is the frequency beam towards North America, nearly every day from May 10th through the 21st, and noted that the overall reception condition ranged from very poor to fair, and it seems the best day for listening was May 14th, when the simpo was 35443. For 9.515 megahertz at 1600 hours UTC, uh, which is beamed towards Europe, the conditions were slightly better as most days were overall fair with some days poor and just a couple of days very poor. Alan used a Yesu FRG 7700 communications receiver with a Wellbrook LALA 1530 loop antenna. And here is his letter to us. He says, Hello, friends. 
Thanks very much for giving me your birthday greeting on a recent Listener's Lounge show. It's hard to believe I am 62 years old, 62 years young, and now I started listening to KBS radio when I was 24. I heard Lawrence wanting to attend the Isle of Wight Music Festival sometime in the future when he is back in Britain. It certainly always is a very well-attended event and featuring many well-known artists, although it is very crowded, and I have to say it never really appealed to me. Lawrence, I hope Hope you will come to my island again, for there is always plenty of visitors to see and do here during the summer months, especially. Uh, well, I definitely hope to go back to the Isle of Wight one day. Uh, the next time I'm back home for the summer, I'll definitely hop on the ferry and make the trip from Bournemouth. Uh, Alan goes on in this letter. I hope Gian has a good holiday, and I want to welcome back Karen to the listeners' lounge. It's nice to hear her back as co-host, even if it is for just a few weeks. Karen, how is your new daughter getting on? She must be getting quite big now. Yes, she is getting quite big. She just turned two in March. So she's running around. She's screaming all the time. Uh, She's just just started talking. So she's talking all day. Uh, She's quite a joy to watch. So thanks so much for asking about her. And happy birthday. I didn't know you turned 62. So happy birthday to you. And thanks so much for welcoming me back. It's great to hear from you, Alan. Um, And let me finish the rest of Alan's letter, he goes on saying, I have been following the presidential elections in Korea with much interest, and I wish President Moon much success in his job. Meanwhile, your recent Korea Today and Tomorrow program focusing on the new president's security pledges was very interesting. I also enjoyed listening to the in-depth analysis of the election of your new president on a previous current affairs in focus item. I'm very keen on your new series, Korea Travelogue. Why isn't it spelled travelogue with travel, L-O-G-U-E, or is it that purely the British way of spelling it? I like the recent programs focusing on the Namhae region, including the Kumsan Mountain and the Bodiam Temple. I continue to enjoy listening to Sounds of Korea. The edition featuring the songs of peace and prosperity was great. We get to hear lots of modern-day Korean contemporary music, but how about broadcasting more popular music from the 1950s and 1960s period? There were some really great melodies around during this time. I used to hear them on the Golden Oldies show on KBS World TV. A while ago, I seem to remember that Yuna Lee asked the listeners for their ideas about prize gifts for forthcoming contests. Year ago, Years ago, KBS World sometimes used to give out prizes of Korean postage stamps. Since most of your listeners are QSL collectors, it would not surprise me if many of them collect foreign stamps as well. So I think that Korean stamps would make ideal gifts and would be greatly appreciated by the listeners. That's it for now. Best wishes as always, Alan Holder. Well, Alan gave us lots of great ideas there. I would definitely recommend giving out stamps as gifts to our producers. Yes, I actually think we did give out stamp books a while back as special gifts to a few listeners. They were really popular. Uh, Maybe we'll have a chance to do it again sometime in the future. Meanwhile, as for your suggestion about popular music from the 50s and 60s, that is also a great idea. I'll do some research into these oldies and try to play them on the Sunday music show that I host, K-Pop Interactive. Uh, I do try to play oldies on the program, but I have to admit uh, we're a bit more focused on music from the 80s and 90s because they are considered to be oldies these days right. as well. You have to go a bit further back. Yeah. Uh, I can't actually imagine what K-pop from the 50s and 60s even sounded like. Well, you know, we talk about Psy and Gangnam style taking over the world, but there was a Korean band that debuted in the US back in 1959 and the group was the first Korean band to debut in the US and they're called the Kim Sisters and I guess they could be called the original K 
K-pop girl group. So before taking a look at some of the snail mail that we've received here at the KBS World Radio Studios, why don't we take a quick song break? Here are the Kim sisters with Arirang. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on May 27th. As always, we received a lot of handwritten and typed-up letters and reception reports from our listeners here at the office by mail this week. Mm -hmm. It's always exciting to get something in the mail, especially in this day and age when we are so accustomed to using the internet or our mobile device. As we mentioned earlier in the intro, we got a cool Star Trek-themed envelope from Roger Roussel of Canada. Roger tuned in on May 4th at 15.575 MHz at 1300 hours UTC, and he rated the Simpo 35433, so overall fair. He wrote program details, including about uh, KBS World Radio News, which talked about the early voting period for the presidential elections, and US citizens arrested in North Korea, among other issues. Roger also tuned into Soul Calling and said, Dear radio friends, I'm always happy to listen to your very interesting and well-presented radio broadcasts. For me, it is with great pleasure that I listen to your radio station. Keep up the great job. I hope you can verify this report with a QSL card. Roger also said he listened using a Grundig satellite 800 receiver and 25-meter outdoor antenna, and he had been a shortwave listener since May 1979, so that's nearly 40 years. Yeah, that is amazing. Thank you so much for your letter and Star Trek-themed envelope. We enjoyed it and enjoyed sharing it with our listeners, and we hope to hear back from you soon. Our official monitor from New Zealand, Brian D. Webb, sent us his reception reports for May 8th and May 10th. However, it turns out that he sent us reports for KBS World Radio's uh, Spanish, Indonesian, French and Korean language broadcasts rather than our English language broadcasts. Mm -hmm. So we'll make sure to send the reports to the respective language sections. Thanks for sending them and we hope you can send along a report for our English broadcast so we can confirm it for you too. Another official monitor, Cheng Nang Lu of Taiwan, sent us a letter this week. He had to listen to our programs nearly every day throughout the month of April. That's right. He listened 24 out of 30 days in April on 9.570 MHz at 0800 hours UTC, which matches our broadcasting schedule for our English language broadcast. Well, certainly a very dedicated listener. Yes. Uh, the reception conditions must have been loud and clear for Taiwan because he gave a simple rating of fives across the board for most of the days he listened to us, uh, except for April 26th, which he rated as fours across the board, and April 6th and April 28th, which were overall good. Mm -hmm. So in general, it sounds like the reception conditions were excellent for the most part. Cheng included a lovely QSL card of Radio Taipei International in his reception report to us, and we have posted up a picture of it on our Facebook page for our listeners to take a look at. He also asked us to send him some reception report forms, and we definitely will. Uh, thanks for your reports and QSL card. Mm -hmm. Now, I think we may have time for one last letter. We received a letter from our loyal listener, Fumito Hokamura of Japan. It's dated April 10th. He listened to us on 9.580 MHz at 0200 hours UTC using a ATS-909X receiver and rod antenna. He listened to Hot Issues and the News, uh, which talked about the presidential election and Korea's online K-Bank. He also heard a K-pop show and a song by Jo Young-pil, uh, as well as listeners' song requests. He rated the Simpo 35222, so overall poor, which was noticeable because Fumito usually leaves very detailed comments about what he hears on the airwaves. And I wonder why the reception condition was so poor for that day. Uh, Fumito said, how have you been? Uh, I couldn't understand today's shortwave program. It was so noisy. Mm. Now, he didn't leave any other message for us, but we hope you are doing well. Thank you so much for your report, and we hope that the reception conditions 
will be much better the next time so you can hear us better and we hope to hear back from you soon. And that is all the time we have for the letters and emails as well as reception reports from you today. We'll be sure to send out the corresponding QSL cards to everyone who requested. We do apologize that we cannot share every single letter and report from you on the show due to time constraints. But just because it's not mentioned on the program, it doesn't mean your letters and reports are any less valuable than the ones that are mentioned on air. Please know that we appreciate every single report, message, comment, and in fact, any form of feedback from you. Thank you, everyone, as always, for keeping in touch with us. Mm -hmm. The information that you provide to us is very important, and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those reception reports coming. It's now time to take a peek into KBS Boy Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yuna Lee. Here's Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon-ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as news about events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. In celebration of the first anniversary of WINK, KBS World Radio's internet radio service, we conducted a Facebook raffle event. 31 winners were chosen from the English Service page, and their names are now up on our Facebook page. The winners will each receive a wooden amplifier as a prize. You can see what the amplifier looks like on the new post as well. Please send us your mailing address to english at kbs.co.kr by May 31st. Also, please note that we will not be responsible for packages returned due to insufficient mailing information. Many more events are in store throughout this year, so keep an eye out for latest updates and announcements on our Facebook page. If you'd like to see the winner's list, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. For those of you who entered the Facebook event for other language services, there is another way to find the winner's list. We updated the winner announcement page on our KBS World Radio website, and here's how to find it. On the website, if you look in the top left-hand corner, there are three blinking banners. The first one says, Happy Birthday Event, Hey Buddy Let's Wink, Winner Announcement. Click on the image to access the announcement page. This page shows not only the English service winners, but also the winners for other language services. If you find your name on the list, please make sure to find out which language service chose you as a winner because you need to send your mailing information to the right email address. To repeat once more, English service winners should send their mailing address to english at kbs.co.kr by May 31st. To find the winner announcement page, head on over to our KBS World Radio English service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. This past week, we sent out Y2C prizes to our recent winners. The mailing process will take up to two to four weeks, depending on your location. And don't be discouraged if you didn't win last week, because we post new questions every week on our Facebook page. DJ Young and Angie read out listeners' answers during the Your Two Cents segment on K-Pop Connection, and one chosen winner receives a nice souvenir. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend!
That's all we have for you this week on KBS Systems Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Lawrence Taylor. And this has been Karen Choi. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.